0: This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to This Week in Bitcoin. Today is April the 9th, 2021. Strong hand, long term thinking. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Compete, don't complain. In motion, buying over crying. I'm offended by selling. Oh, well, we got some Bitcoin bold guys here today. All right, Zach Voll finally makes his return to the show. First time since 2019. This dude is a freaking legend. I love his Twitter feed. Follow him. All these guys are linked below, but I had to give him that very special shout out. He's in motion. Dude, this guy goes from one job to another. He's just all over the darn place. He's got a great, he's going to tell us about his new job a little bit later on the show. Dennis Sat is here. All right, from a uh, Coin Beast Connect, and we got Kaz Biko is here. You you're all over the place too, man. So let's uh let's start off with the big news of the week. Hello, my elite friends. If you have questions, I have answers. You can type in uh, Bitcoin Meister, do a super chat. We will answer your questions. And yeah, eighteen Bitcoin make you a freaking millionaire. Pound that like button if you got eighteen Bitcoin or you got one. All right, so. Here is a tweet from Travis Kling. He says, been seeing some Bitcoin is anti-American because it destabilizes the dollar as the world reserve currency lately. Let's be very clear. U.S. elected and appointed officials have done that themselves. Totally independent of Bitcoin. And it's getting worse. Bitcoin is the life raft. So keep that in mind, people. There might be people out there saying, hey, the dollar is going to get just someone's going to use Bitcoin to destroy the dollar. Our, our, our elected officials and not elected officials, that seems to be their job. So with all that in mind, Peter Thiel says Bitcoin could be Chinese financial weapon. And of course, that made all the headlines there. Um, I disagree with that. I think uh, Bitcoin will hurt the yuan more than it will hurt the uh, uh dollar. So go ahead in China, try to use it as a weapon. You're only going to shoot yourself in the head. So Zach, what is your thought on all this?
1: Yeah, it definitely made a lot of headlines. Um, I think. So Peter said a a couple interesting things. The first comment that everyone sort of latched onto was he said, he he thinks we should pay attention more to the possibility or something like that, that Bitcoin could be a tool for China to destabilize uh, the U.S. fiat currency. But obviously, like, that sort of begs the question, okay, how is China somehow going to leverage Bitcoin for its own political goals? I mean, that's, that's like, pretty hard to do unless they, I mean, it's just pretty hard to do, like, virtually impossible. And Peter knows that. So, like, a couple seconds later, he said, so it makes sense that China is long Bitcoin because Bitcoin can have this effect on the dollar. So, what he's saying is China realizes sort of Bitcoin's disruptive capabilities and like I think his word choice was poor initially that it's a tool for China to somehow kill off the dollar or whatever. What all he said was China realizes Bitcoin is disruptive and they're long Bitcoin because they have these conflicting geopolitical goals with the US that like that that's pretty much it. But then sort of got highly sensationalized across all media platforms.
0: Yes it did. And he did say also, I, I linked to a clip below, and if you want to watch the whole thing, he he was speaking at the uh, Nixon Seminar, the Nixon Seminar of Conservative Realism and National Security. Yes, that Richard Nixon Seminar, unbelievable, such a thing exists, but hey, uh, but he, he did say that the uh, digital yuan was a piece of dung, uh, basically he said that, uh, but I, I I do want to take this you know, to, to, to a bigger picture. You know, whatever and he, he corrected himself. He says he's a he's a Bitcoin fan, et cetera, et cetera. I don't think he wanted to really spread FUD uh per se. But what Zach, what do you think of China? If China is really let's say they're buying up Bitcoin to hurt the dollar, aren't they hurting the Yuan more so? I mean, their their currency is all about capital controls and, and keeping their people from uh getting wealth out of the country and Bitcoin kind of defeats that. So so what do you think about the bigger picture there?
1: Yeah, exactly. So like in my view, and I think like pretty obviously if China wants to sort of leverage some sort of pseudo crypto, I mean, it's clearly not a cryptocurrency, but some sort of like pseudo coin digital money type infrastructure to sort of uh, increase the ones competition with the dollar, they're going to do that. And they already are through like sort of um, turbo boosting their central bank digital currency program, they're not going to like become huge Bitcoin bulls all of a sudden. I mean, it may make sense that they're long Bitcoin or like Bitcoin sort of adjacent stuff, but they're going to use something they can can like completely control, which is not Bitcoin. It's their digital currency project.
0: Yeah. I, and I, I do want to say one more thing about, uh, before we move on to the other guys here with, uh, we're, we're talking about uh, China, what was that? Oh, I forgot what I was about to say. So Kaz, Kaz, you take away your take on all this.
2: Yeah. My take on this. So I think, uh, Peel is or Thiel is definitely spreading some flood when he's talking about China. I mean, China's a, uh, you know, pretty big national superpower that we don't, uh, you know, get along with right at the, at the time right now. So, uh, it's not really surprising to me, but I don't see Bitcoin as a financial weapon as regards to China. I mean, I see Bitcoin as a financial weapon for every single person. I mean, if you value your time and your savings, uh, your sovereignty, individual liberty at all, Bitcoin's a weapon for everybody at that point. Um, so that's kind of how I see it. So it's like, yeah, sure. It benefits China in a way. Um, if you're looking at, yeah, it, the US is going to, you know, we're going to destroy the dollar as the reserve currency or whatever, you know, Peter Thiel is trying to imply by that. Um, but it really, is, it's a tool for everybody. It's a weapon for everybody.
0: Now, I, I want to go back. The mainstream media picked up on this, I think, partially because, well, some people aren't fans of Bitcoin and they like that, hey, uh, if we can uh, demonize it as a tool to destroy the dollar. Then uh, yeah, maybe it'll uh, slow down. It's uh, what's going on. The 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 great moves it's it's been making. So uh, what do you think about that? That I mean, and, and that was the quote that I read by Travis Kling there that Bitcoin is anti-American because it destabilizes the dollar. What what do you think about that? Because yeah, I mean,
2: I, no. I think that I think it's a really interesting argument to try to spin the the patriotic sort of vibes on it. Like you're anti-American if you are long Bitcoin uh, because, you know, hash power is concentrated in China and all the all the myths that come from China as it relates to Bitcoin. I think it's a really interesting take because I would, I would put Bitcoin as the category of Bitcoin is the most patriotic American thing there is because it's the quintessential American ideal, which is freedom. So I don't understand like we have people that are, you know, the powers that be that are systematically destroying our currency, I would say that's pretty anti-American than valuing you know, your time and your savings by storing it in some in a harder form of money, which is Bitcoin. So,
1: so there we just go. let
2: show- oh, please. Oh, sorry.
1: No, I just wanted to, ch- I agree with that 100%. Like it just shows how sort of like caveman-esque are thinking or, or lots of these people's thinking is about sort of the role between money and patriotism. Like, like personally, I think, patriotism is is like pretty virtuous like you should support your like tribe and country and whatnot but the fact that these people think like supporting one particular means of exchanging economic value over any others mean like that that is like a pinnacle of patriotism is just like ludicrous in the same sense that if you believe in an alternate religion then what a state might support or approve or no religion at all then somehow you're undermining like a nation state or, or your state your tribe your community or whatever it's just it's it's ludicrous
0: well yeah I, I find it very interesting that like the rashida Talibs of the world that are uh, destroying uh, the you know want more money to be printed and that, that that's not helping the American people very much they, they're the first ones that want to uh, regulate all cryptocurrency and, and, and say that it's 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 what's hurting the people no it, it's it is freedom. The, 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 the intense uh, regulations and new rules that some of these people in uh, Congress want and, and, and the printing that they want, that is that is anti-freedom. So very, very good points right there. Dennis, we've said a lot. Sorry, you, you, you can say a lot now. Where's Dennis? You guys hear me? Yes, baby. Yeah, take it away. Oh Dennis. Oh, Dennis, you right at your moment of glory, you drop off there. Right. oh wait, there you are. Give us your give us your take, Dennis, if you can speak. Something's weird.
3: There, um, am I breaking up?
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. But if you just get rid of your picture, maybe yeah. that'll help, too. Yeah, just just click on the non-video and, yeah. and start. OK, we hear you now. Go for it.
3: OK. Yeah, I think you guys hit the nail on the head with a lot of those points. Um, the main the main thing that I took away from it was that well, Teal, he already brought up that they could have used the Euro as some sort of uh, Chinese weapon at that point. Sorry about my cat. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, the agent since I have in the field, they don't the only, only currency they want over there is the U.S.
1: dollar. So I'm trying to break it up, you're kind yeah, of yeah, yeah.
0: You you're breaking here. Yeah, you're really Dennis. Dennis, are your major. Uh, you got some major. Uh, we can't really hear you, so you might want to like jump on and, and jump off again, and and we'll. We'll get back to you. Yeah, you you get your connections dying on us here. All right, let's uh let's move on. Hopefully, Dennis uh, returns stronger and better than ever. Pound that like button for a good wishes there. All right, Coinbase, Coinbase. We're moving on to Coinbase first quarter, earn in their their earnings report the is funds out. To others. Oh, someone, Coinbase earnings report is out. And uh, they're going public, obviously, on Wednesday. So we'll talk about everyone's predictions for that. But Coinbase earned more in the first quarter than all of 2020. All right. So they are definitely on a roll. So your take on that, Kaz?
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it just uh, legitimizes the entire space, uh, the entire Bitcoin space, I believe, when you have a public or almost a public company, um, you know, that reports 1.8 billion in revenue in, in, in the first quarter of the year, uh, it really just legitimizes, uh, you know, the whole space. And so us at Swan, we're bullish on that. So, I mean, we're, we sell Bitcoin. So uh, sure, we'll let Coinbase take the lead on going public. And, uh, you know, I think it drives adoption for
0: everybody. So uh, that, That's a beautiful, beautiful <laughs> attitude there. Compete, don't complain right there. Uh, what is your prediction for for Wednesday, if, if any? Will, will will there be a Bitcoin pump? With, with all the normies are going to be talking about it, I, I believe.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean we're we're uh, we have a little bit of foreplay going on between 58 and 60K here. That it just seems like we can't break. So, uh, I think Wednesday we're going to see a pump. I mean, it's the first Bitcoin company. Um, or the first Bitcoin exchange to go public. Sorry, not the first Bitcoin company. So yeah, I mean, I think I think we're going to have a good week next week. Finally get All right. a new all-time high.
0: I, I be, I've been looking forward for it for a long time. Uh, but there's a lot of people out there that have asked me, they're like, hey, Adam, I'm going to buy some Coinbase stock. Okay, dudes, the, the underlying asset of of Coinbase really is Bitcoin. They built their business around Bitcoin, then they expand the altcoins. Okay, you buy the all- underline Now let me just remind you everybody of something. Coinbase raised a 75 million series, 75 million dollar series C in January of 2015. Had they invested just 10 percent of that in Bitcoin, they'd be sitting on 30,000 Bitcoin today, uh, worth 1.7 billion dollars. So just something to keep in mind, you know, it's fun to start these companies, but sometimes it's just better to spend your money on Bitcoin. All right. So, Zach, what's your take on the earnings report? And uh, what do you expect on Wednesday?
1: Yeah, it's um, I mean, it's obviously going to be an enormous event. Um, I think we're still sort of underestimating like long term how big of an event it'll be simply because of the information that Coinbase's business will make public by virtue of it being a publicly traded company now, Um, all of the sort of mainstream financial attention that will be given to a publicly traded cryptocurrency exchange, like just the fact that that will exist now is like monumental. Um, I think, yeah, Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday, we will like, I mean, I don't see any reason why we wouldn't see some sort of like bullish reaction to the to the listing. Um, I mean, it may sort of retrace and t- taper off pretty quickly after that. Who knows? But um, yeah, it's, it's a huge event. And I think Coinbase's growth quarter over quarter uh, or, or sort of the fact that this past quarter topped all of last year's growth um, is seen on other crypto trading platforms too, like Robinhood, for example, even though everyone has been, had had their share of gripes with Robinhood um recently. Uh their crypto trading base uh or sort of the activity of their crypto traders has like more than tripled between Q4 2020 and Q1 2021. Um so ac- across like Robinhood Coinbase and a bunch of other like uh retail focused trading platforms um or I-, I should say across different trading platforms you see a ton of retail trading activity. Um so, yeah, I mean, as if we needed any more confirmation, definitely in the heat of the bull market. Um, like open question is what happens on Wednesday, but it should be, I mean, it will be big, like short-term and long-term.
0: Monumental, he said. Pound that like button. I think it's a monumental day also. Were you surprised at all by, by the numbers, the first quarter numbers?
1: Um, not not super surprised. Uh, I mean, previously we learned that Coinbase's like business model is, like over 90% reliant on trading volume um, and like volumes are up. So um, not, not super surprising there.
0: All right. Uh, let's see if uh, Dennis is, uh, Dennis isn't in the house. It looks like it looks like you're, uh, or maybe he is you see Dennis. Me? Yes. Now actually it says your connection is good. So uh, go back to what you were saying before about the uh, previous topic none of it came through.
3: Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, just circling back, I was just mentioning that uh, Teal brought up the fact that they could use, China could use the the euro as a financial weapon as well, but that didn't seem to pan out in the last like 10 to 15 years because, well, if you go to Europe, no one wants any other currency except the US dollar. So even Europeans don't value the euro, even though I guess it, it is technically worth more than a dollar, but I don't know from my experience and from the people I've worked with down there and they don't, they don't want anything but U S dollars.
0: All right. So uh, you, you sound great now, by the way. Now what's your take on the uh, Coinbase situation here? Uh, Your, your thoughts for what's going to happen on Wednesday and uh, your thoughts on their earnings report.
3: I think it looks very good for Coinbase. Uh, (laughs) They're going to, they're going to be very rich after, after that day. Um, It's, it's, I don't know. I think it's pretty awesome that they're valued pretty close to what Goldman Sachs is. I think they're like twelve billion or something less than Goldman Sachs, but that's that's kind of insane to think about. Um, but yeah, it's it means that we're just heading in the, I want to say like, I guess the crypto direction uh, if people value their wealth in crypto. But um, but yeah, I think a lot of a lot of points were already hit, right?
0: Yeah. Well, you know that's very interesting. It- it, it's that it's going to be valued that close to uh I, I, to goldman sachs you said who who did you say there which one i got i got confused there
3: oh uh, let me uh, see goldman sachs
0: i am looking at uh well we, we, we can see uh who knows uh, okay. good good good, uh, good yeah. luck
3: yeah one yeah it's one it's 113 billion right now that's how much uh, goldman sachs is valued and coinbase is supposed to be valued at a, a, at 100 billion so it's kind of insane <laughs>
0: my lord
3: yeah yeah i mean
0: it's just the, the whole tech revolution and all, all their valuations are quite insane uh, these days so we're living in a golden age but i mean they could become the facebook of cryptocurrency in a mainstream sort of stretched out way there so i i, I do hope it brings the normies on board i and, and wakes more people up to bitcoin again there are many ways to get your bitcoin Don't treat it like a Bitcoin bank, but most people will, and uh, that—that's just the direction we're going in. All right, so good. And remember, some of these dudes with their stock options—oh my—they're gonna do. It'll be a happy day in uh, Silicon Valley, I guess. And hey, I I believe Charlie Lee's got some uh, stock options, so people will be envious of him, no doubt, like they—they already are. Okay, so there was a rumor this week. and it was incorrect, and I, I corrected myself. That Roger Ver was going to sell uh, the Bitcoin.com uh, domain for uh, it, that it was for sale for a hundred million dollars. Now, what it was was GoDaddy just listed it without his uh, permission. GoDaddy is shady like that. That is un- unfortunate, but it does bring up a, a, a question, and it kind of ties into what we were just talking about about uh, you know Bitcoin-related valuations. H- how much is the bitcoin.com domain uh, r- really worth here. And I want to put in the, the from what I know, the highest selling uh, domain ever was uh, $49.7 million. Now I forgot which one it was, but uh, do you think, uh, Kaz, uh, what do you think? the Do you think the bitcoin.com domain is worth $100 million?
2: That's a, that's a question I've never thought about before. Um, well, I don't think the dollar's worth very much. So if we're just going based on time, I would say, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's worth $100 million to maybe some individual. It's not worth $100 million to me per se, but uh, maybe someone like Michael Saylor. Uh, there's one thing I do want to circle back with, just a thought I just had about Coinbase. So they report $1.8 billion in revenue. They're going public Wednesday. I, I would be interested to see if they're going to up their Bitcoin position at all um, around the time of their IPO. Since so many companies, you know, it's it's now trendy to have Bitcoin on your balance sheet, and Coinbase notoriously gets um, gets crap about it because they don't have very much, so or don't don't have very many. So, it would be interesting to see.
0: Now. Uh, do, we, I, I, do we know
1: that's true though? Do, I, I haven't followed super closely. Do we know how many coin or bitcoins coinbase holds because I thought I remember something uh, saying like we're gonna be shocked when they actually disclose in earnings and whatnot after they publicly list uh, how much they hold. I'm not yeah I'm not sure exactly.
0: I, I thought it was just I thought it was just put out there actually how much that they, they, they really own it, and it wasn't that many.
3: Uh,
1: it was, less
0: than, okay. it was less than Michael Saylor, uh, then, uh, what, what's their faces? Yeah. MicroStrategy. strategies. Oh,
1: that, okay. Cool. I, I, I,
0: believe, I believe that
1: was, well, I mean, it's hard. Michael Saylor's gobbling them up left and right. So good luck to anyone who's trying to compete with his numbers, I guess.
0: Yeah. I do want to remind all the sellers out there the people who think it's good. You're selling your Bitcoin to like. A billionaire. He he became a Bitcoin billionaire. We're we're going to talk about that later in the show. I mean, as of August, before you know, last August, he didn't have any. Well, he, he his no one knew him in Bitcoin at that point. It was that was the that was the month August or September when we heard about this company called MicroStrategy, and wow, has it transformed him and, and that company and the in, entire space, and it it just set off this uh, revolution of companies buying it. Uh, I, I did want to make a correction. Business.com sold for three hundred forty-five million dollars, apparently. So I, I didn't. That that's the highest uh, selling uh, d- domain ever. Then LasVegas.com was ninety million. Then CarInsurance.com was forty-nine point seven million. So with that in mind, Zach, how much is Bitcoin.com worth?
1: Uh, I have no idea. I think it's. Um I mean it probably obviously has like a, a huge amount of like search SEO value but um and just like the name itself but you know like hopefully the the ideal would kind of be for its its value to erode over time like yeah it's, it carries the bitcoin name but um like I wouldn't mind seeing its value or whoever owns it like uh, erode over time
0: All right uh <laughs> Dennis, your your take on the value of, of Bitcoin.com and just all these insane uh, tech related valuations.
3: Yeah, I think if you're if you're a whole coiner, if you have at least one Bitcoin, uh, if you wait long enough, you'll probably probably be able to buy that domain. So <laughs> <laughs> Dude,
0: I I don't know about that. I, I I gotta say, it would be you know, for Michael Saylor to buy it for Coinbase, to, it's worth a lot to, to them. I, I think it'd be mm-hmm. worth quite a lot of money. I, I think it's 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 I think it's worth a hundred million dollars. I, I do think it's, I mean, it, it is money itself. So it's gotta be worth a lot of money. I know that sounded simplistic, but it, in a sense, I mean, business.com, that was money too. That was worth 345 million. All right, we'll see. I don't know if he will sell it ever. Uh, it is a valuable asset to own. So for those of you who don't like Roger Ver and the Bcash people, they got that one right now. And it, it is it is a valuable asset. OK, let's let's move on to Zach here because you you haven't been on the show for a while and you started a new job in Austin that deals with Bitcoin mining. And I, I, I want to hear about it. I want to hear about You know, I'm no expert in Bitcoin mining, but people always want to hear about it. Why would you join? Why would you move down to Austin and just tell us about all the good things that are going on down there?
1: Sorry about that. Having a little bit of a connectivity issue here. Let yeah. me see if I can get this video back.
0: Did you uh, Did you hear my uh, question there?
1: Yeah. No. Yeah, oh. I heard your question. So okay. Cool. you I You're back. wasn't You're able back. to respond. All right. Awesome. There we go. Yeah. Um, so I am. Yeah, in the 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 Free Republic of Texas now. I guess um, a lot of great Bitcoin community down here. And like you said, um, I've pivoted sort of full time into uh, not sort of I have into the Bitcoin mining um, working for an awesome company called compass Um, compass is uh, it's ethos is to sort of push a retail focused uh, mining service um, for buying and selling mining machines and hosting your machines uh, at different facilities around the world. Um, So, probably a useful way to think about it is like an Airbnb for mining. Um, You can go to Compass, uh, select machines you want, select facilities you want to host those machines at, and Compass will facilitate all of sort of the transportation and um, initial hosting of connecting you and the machines you bought to the facilities around the world. So those facilities are sort of sorted by electricity costs and location, and um, all of them are sort of vetted and trusted by Compass. Um, but like bottom line is anyone who wants to mine now sort of can go online and select a machine and a facility and, and, uh, get started. It's, it's pretty sweet.
0: Airbnb of mining. Have you guys used that? I mean, that's a good term. I like that. That explains it. Point yeah. Two. I know.
1: I can't. I didn't come up with that. Our co-founder, uh, Thomas Heller did, but.
0: Oh man. You there still? All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, it's it's a, it's pretty sweet. Um, and obviously, like so if you sort of start from square one today and you want like, which is a pretty reasonable and, and not uncommon thing for people new to Bitcoin um to want is to sort of create bitcoins themselves, right? But unless you have like 10, 20, 30 million dollars sitting around to build a facility or scoop up a ton of machines which are in and of themselves, even if you have that bankroll, that's a pretty difficult task to do. Um, it's just hard, like virtually impossible for any like small retail player to, to effectively and efficiently mine and receive high-quality service. Um, and Compass offers that. Um, so we have access to thousands of machines um, all over the world every month, um, awesome facilities. Um, and so far, our clients love it. So <laughs> the goal is to keep that going.
0: All right. Now, Zach is linked to below. His Twitter is linked to below. So you can find compass over there. All these dudes are linked to below best freaking guests in the space. I bring you every single freaking Friday pound that like button before I, I the, the other guests may have questions uh, for Zach before we get into Austin. I did want to make a correction on the show that I did yesterday real quick here. I was talking about my fasting for 72 hours and how that prevents, you know, it might prevent the big C what I meant by the big C is cancer. And I just thought that was everyone would, unfortunately we live in this era where when people think of the big C, they think about the current event that's been going on, that cold that people have been getting for like the last year and stuff. No, I don't care about that thing. I I, I care about my health. I do things to prevent cancer. Not I don't worry about some cold that some 95 like, year old is getting, okay? So when I say big C, I thought that was just obvious to everyone. <laughs> The big C is cancer. It's not the other thing. I wish, I wish we lived in the world where all the the minds of the world that put their their minds into that horrible thing that people are putting into their arms that they they, they thought about cancer instead, trying to cure that instead of this cold that's been going on. But anyway, uh, I, I will go back to the. Uh, pa- I, I just want to make that correction from yesterday's show. So yeah, yesterday, uh, I mean. Panel members, did you have any other questions for Zach about the the, the Bitcoin mining? All right. So, uh, Zach,
3: oh, Dennis. Yeah. Um, Zach, have you noticed that, uh, I mean, buying miners in general, I guess, would not be the way to go, but have you noticed that um, the returns for just having miners on hand are like have outperformed Bitcoin for a little bit.
1: Yeah. Um, that's an interesting question and, and it's accurate. Um, so mine, like uh, it's an interesting sort of part of Bitcoin mining that like, if you just hold on to machine or if you, if you have machines um, they can tend to sort of outperform Bitcoin during like very, very strong trends uh, in bull markets and, um, no, obviously, you don't like there's significant risk to just sort of buying machines and sitting on them similar to how you might buy Bitcoin and just sit on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but now a lot of that, those returns or sort of the inflated prices, more accurately, are being seen on uh, secondary markets where people are sort of trying to buy up any machine they can find, pushing the prices higher for people who are willing to sell because uh, chip shortages are making the manufacturing of new machines uh, very limited um, and causing huge uh, lead times for filling these new orders. Um, so as a result, some of these machines are just way more expensive than they used to be, and those prices increases are sort of outpacing on a percentage basis the price increase of Bitcoin. Um, but does that mean maybe you should like buy ASICs and sit on them instead of buying Bitcoin and sitting on it? <laughs> um, pr- probably, Probably not yeah, that's not a
3: that's not an endorsement to buy miners to anyone, but it's just a curious thing. Um, no one seems to like bring it up. Yeah that. Happens. So, some so, yeah. of it is
1: yeah, some of it is because some of that data is hard to capture accurate like mm-hmm. building that time series data of those price increases for ASICs can be a little bit tricky sometimes. Um, but yeah, like at a high level, it's accurate that like obviously ASIC prices are much higher now than they used to be even just a few months ago, and those increases have sort of outpaced Bitcoin. Um, it's yeah it's interesting
0: uh, always buy the underlying baby that's what I say uh, but Zach there's a couple people they're saying it sounds like cloud mining and stuff do you want to refute that real quick
1: yeah no it, it's there are some similarities in that uh, the customers um, like you're not hosting the you're not actually owning the facility and owning like you are owning the machine but you're not mining in your backyard like we're not going to mail you a miner and you plug it into your home But it's not cloud mining because we are handling actual uh, ASICs and shipping them to real facilities that you have selected based on um, location and electricity costs and that sort of stuff. Um, So it's maybe like you could think of it as cloud mining without any of the scam elements, I guess, would be sort of a a very reductionist way to put it. Um, But no, Compass is not a cloud mining company. Of course.
0: Uh, You've got a book in the background. Mal. What's that
1: about, dude? You see that? Oh yeah, uh, just um, have a few uh, Asian history books back there that I actually haven't read those in in a, in a while. But uh, Asian history is pretty interesting to me. But you know the
0: destructive history of uh, the, the communist now, no doubt. Yeah I, just, yeah, I just wanted to point out he's no fan. Zach is no fan of No, that I, 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 <laughs> no definitely for me, not. For the people that that see it like I did. All right, I, and, have and,
1: the, I have the Communist Manifesto back there too, somewhere, but you know, just for educational purposes. Yeah,
0: eg- exactly.
1: Edu- yeah,
0: dudes, just don't, you know, read the other side sometimes, and and you'll see that uh, how horrible it is. Uh, it it gives you a good perspective. Just like I listen to the CNN, I watch, I, I don't watch, I I read some CNN sometimes. You got to see what the normies are thinking. You got to see what's going on. Actually, they they the CNN just recently, you know. Their talk about cryptocurrency was that Tom Brady is starting an NFT company. So, you know, you you can get in with the CNN or you can get in with the hardcore people that know it's all about the Bitcoin. All right. And real quick, Zach, uh, are there any you guys got any jobs down there? And uh, what's your take on Austin uh, compared to the East Coast?
1: Oh, man. Yeah, I love Austin. Uh, it's great down here. Um, yeah, it's it's just like one of the best places to be in the world right now, probably. Um, and in terms of jobs, I mean, like people are, I mean, well, so there's like tons, like everyone's growing in, in the crypto Bitcoin space. Like companies are growing fast. Obviously everyone has a lot more money now than they did like a year ago. Um, and they're opening up new positions. So like if like if you're looking to join the space, I don't think you really, I think you'll have plenty of options. But also like there's tons of interest in crypto. So there's a lot more people trying to take those jobs out too. Um, sort of happens both ways like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's ton, like, There's just there's lots of jobs everywhere, Um, some pretty good uh, like headhunting recruiting agencies focused on crypto now um, to help help sort of streamline the flow of new talent in the space. Um, Very exciting times, very exciting opportunities. So if you're looking like to take a job in this space, uh, you shouldn't have much trouble at all.
0: In motion, people, no excuses. You hear from the mainstream media, everything's falling apart, dude, there are crypto jobs all over the place. And uh, yes, Texas is a good state to be in. I, I like Florida, Was Miami. I can't wait to return. Uh, by the way, real quick, uh, speaking of Miami, we'll do a, a real quick uh, question. Uh, Kaz, Dennis, and Zach, I guess in that order, are you going to be at the Bitcoin.com event in Miami on June 4th and 5th? Kaz.
3: You know it, baby. Dennis. Dennis. Uh, no plans right now.
0: And Zach.
1: I am, yes, but I I uh, would also be lying if I said I wasn't like a little bit paranoid with how many like Bitcoiners are like it's just going to be a massive accumulation of Bitcoiners in one place. So you know, always be it's like safety conscious and paranoid is never a bad thing. But yeah, I'll I'll be there.
0: Yeah, I'm from Baltimore, so I'm ready to be jacked at any moment. I mean, I got my <laughs> chain, I got my chain on the door here in Nashville. <laughs> Because, you know, I expect at any moment I'm, I'm ready to I'm ready to take it on, baby. I've, I've seen it first. Unfortunately, I had it, hey, well, that changed my life for the better when it happened, when I did get someone did try to jack me in Baltimore uh, long ago. But uh, so, OK, good. I'm glad I will definitely see two out of three. It is going to be the biggest freaking Bitcoin event at all. Nothing to fear, people. We're, we're kind of joking around. But of course, always be careful with your safety and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, those of you who grew up in the Baltimore area, you, you really don't have to be scared. So uh, let's. uh the so CEO of the biggest crypto exchange has close to 100% of his net worth in crypto. Binance founder and CEO, Changping Zhao, uh, placing his bets on crypto. So this is a story that uh, he, the, 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 whatever whatever his nickname is, I always forget it. But the guy who owns uh, uh, Binance, he's got 100% of his net worth in crypto. I, I say great. Now, crypto, well, OK, if it was in Bitcoin, it would be even better. But for me, this is a new normal. You know, uh, I, I, I've i said this many times just because I, you know, I, I started buying Bitcoin very early on and it just so happens I sold my house for Bitcoin and said all this other stuff um, that and the Bitcoin kept going up in value that I too have an incredible amount of my net worth in Bitcoin. Uh, and just, I, I, you know, all these people recommend, you know, at least have 1%, have 5%, have 10%. We're, you know. This You might not like that dude over there at Binance, but he's putting his uh, money where his mouth is. He's a crypto guy. And, he's, he's, and so I see this as a new trend. I don't see it as shocking at all. I, I see as as many people, many people going this way, especially early adopters like me are forced to be, be this way because Bitcoin has gone up so much in value that, of course, it's the majority of our portfolio. So, Kaz, what what's your take on that? Uh having a, this, this big rich guy has close to a hundred percent of his net worth in crypto.
2: Yeah. I think it's a trend that we're just going to continue to see increase, uh, you know, and if you've been around Bitcoin long enough, like you said, you know, you hold Bitcoin for a couple of years, it becomes 99% of your portfolio very quickly. Um, so I don't know about a hundred. So going from 99 to a hundred is actually a bigger step than going from like zero to 99, I think. So, uh, you know, when you get that last, like, completing the Bitcoin circular economy where you go full Bitcoin. Uh, you know, I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's there yet. You know, hundred no, percent no, 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 no. is like uh, is a lot and he's probably 90 something percent in different, uh, you know, Binance coin and different uh, crap coins since we're not cussing today.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, it's, he said close to hundred percent in crypto. And, I, and you make a very good point there to get to a hundred percent of your value uh, your net worth in Bitcoin. You mean, not own a house, not have any dollars in the bank. That's hardcore. That 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 is. I don't know anyone that that's like that. I'm just saying to be over ninety percent. That's great. That's totally normal. I, I just see a lot of people just ending up in, with with the, in that situation. The hundred percent is. I I don't see that. That that is that is a huge step from ninety nine to hundred. Re- re- good point though about that, Cass. Uh, Dennis, your your thoughts on uh, being over ninety percent? Uh, in in bitcoin
3: yeah i think at some point uh i would like to see more people take on like 99 to 110 percent of their net worth in bitcoin (laughs) but i don't know we'll see uh it's good that he he's uh committed honestly that just shows like conviction on his part just uh just like where things are going um hopefully like 90 percent of that uh crypto is bitcoin but I don't know. It's not, it's not,
0: <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's his Binance coin, obviously. But, yeah. uh,
3: yeah, but yeah. I, centralist? Sorry, 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 yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. I mean, I always, I always tell people to just buy Bitcoin, learn as much as you can. And then by the time you, by the time you're orange pilled at, at that point, you'll, you'll realize, Oh, I shouldn't be, I probably shouldn't be buying anything else.
0: All right. Uh, Zach, your, your take on, uh, this uh having an incredible amount of your net worth in uh cryptocurrency or bitcoin
1: yeah i mean like i'll speak for myself personally yes like it's the strategy i adopt um and i think it sort of is the strategy that makes the most sense if you're like if you're sort of like dead set and sure on bitcoin which like i am um i think very few assets will outperform it long term but like obviously eventually there will become a point where like if, if we're sort of right about this, Bitcoin returns year over year sort of level off and other assets might start to outperform it, in which case like you'd want to diversify a little bit and hold something besides Bitcoin. Um, but I don't anticipate that happening sort of anytime in the near or mid future, maybe even not in my lifetime. So personally, yeah, I'm 9,500% Bitcoin portfolio, totally fine with me. I will say though, like it, I mean, if I was to own something else, Like I wouldn't mind gambling a little bit on some of these, like Bitcoin mining companies or like your micro strategies of the world, that sort of thing. Like, like you say, obviously, probably prefer to own the underlying nine times out of ten. But in that tenth instance, like, I mean, it's it's sort of all the same. It's going all the same direction uh, at the same pace, so or similar paces. So I I wouldn't mind uh, doing that. But yeah, Bitcoin.
0: Well, I, I want to say, guys in the in the chat, feel free to ask questions. Type in Bitcoin Meister do a super chat. I do see something funny over there from Max X. Binance Coin is the third biggest market cap. What a disgrace! <laughs> well, dude, uh, he, you got to give the guy credit, man. He was able to print his own money, and uh, people clearly, they don't know the difference between centralized and decentralized uh, cryptocurrencies. It's going to get to $100 billion in in market cap. It's going to cross the Hoffman freaking line, dudes, uh, eventually. So it it is insane. It is. But hey, people are buying... (laughs) People f- use it, whatever that—that's that, their thing. Uh, I, I don't think it'll end well for, for everyone. You buy the real thing—that's Bitcoin, okay. But you know, if I have no problem with people printing up their own uh, cryptocurrency, I am not at all. Uh, just I'm—I'm I'm with the real one that is isn't centralized. Let, let them do what they're going to do. Now we speaking about uh, billionaires, though. The there was the Bitcoin rally creates nine new crypto billionaires in a year. Sam Bankman Fried and Michael Saylor. Are among the newcomers to the Bitcoin uh, to the billionaires list, and Barry Silbert was already on that, that list. Now, I, I I just I bring this up because uh, back in 2015 there were there were no Bitcoin billionaires, and uh, now we, we're getting nine new ones this year. And uh, you know Forbes and Fortune come up with these billionaires list, and now they're they're forced to list of people. How do they make their money as as crypto billionaires, as Bitcoin billionaires? So this is only the beginning, uh, clearly. Uh, And, you know, the the Winklevi brothers, I think their goal all along is to become the first trillionaires. And I think it's, I think they'll get, I I hope they will get there. Um, And, but I I know they're going to become incredibly rich. And when they cross, when they become wealthier than Zuckerberg, I mean, that's going to be a big story. But He might, you know, he's printing his own. uh, Speaking about printing your own uh, currency, he's going to be able to print print his own Libra or whatever it's called. So, uh, Dennis, do you do you have any uh, opinions on uh, this new realm we're entering here, where we're we're adding uh, nine new uh, Bitcoin billionaires a year, or maybe more?
3: Yeah, I think the trend is just going to continue. I think it's great. It's great to see more people aligned with our values, gaining some sort of, you know some sort of power in terms of like, well, you know, people could also say that's a bad thing, but it depends. Um, Like I'm not here to idolize anyone, but uh, Michael Saylor seems to, he seems to understand what's going on or where the U S is heading. And, you know, he's, he's actually doing a bunch of great things with Bitcoin and hopefully he use some uses some of that to improve, uh, I don't know, improve his business, improve, The people he works with you know their lives and everything um but yeah more bitcoin in the hands of actual bitcoiners means that we'll we'll have more power to i guess create our own parallel economies and decide for ourselves what we want to do with our lives
0: i think i think it's also a sign you know we've got all these buzzers that are saying uh there's no point in bitcoin it's going to be made made illegal Yet we're having people are becoming uh, billionaires because of it, and I, I, you can't just turn it back at this point. It's it's becoming ingrained, mm-hmm. you know, in the Fortune 400 or the Forbes 500, et cetera, et cetera. It's it's not going away, people. I mean, um, it's a lot different than back in 2015, uh, and uh, I am I'm impressed to see how things have grown. Uh, Kaz, any any uh, opinions on uh, the Bitcoin billionaire list and uh, who's next and how big it's going to get?
2: Mm, I'm not too strongly opinionated on this one. Like uh, The list is going to keep growing. We're going to keep printing money. We're going to drive the value of Bitcoin up by destroying the dollar and all other fiat currencies. Uh, So the list is going to continue to grow. I'm more interested in the smaller fish uh, actually getting a stake in Bitcoin. You know, orange pilling the people. Uh, you know, last week I just had the opportunity to like do a TED Talk style presentation over Bitcoin and, you know, just orange pill like seven people in like an hour. To me, that's more important to get the average person to like own Bitcoin and really understand it than like the Winkle vibe being, becoming trillionaires.
0: Very, very good point there. I, I like it. Thinking about everyone there. And uh, Zach will, we'll, uh, we'll- let you uh, conclude this topic, and then we'll move on to something pretty normy, but it's got to be brought up.
1: Yeah, I mean, good question. I don't like i I don't really have any names offhand that I think will be sort of like the next ones to join that list. Um, but yeah, the, I mean, obviously the list is is going to, or we expect like pretty strongly, the list to keep to keep growing um, and probably at a pretty rapid pace. But we'll we'll see.
0: Now, I brought this other topic up earlier in the show. Tom Brady is launching an NFT company. Uh, Zach, I haven't had you on the show for a while, so I haven't heard your take on the on the NFT situation. Uh, what is your take on this? Is it ICO uh, 2.0? It, does it have a purpose?
1: Um, so ICO 2.0, in my opinion, no, just because it's like so much smaller compared to that. But does it have sort of like similar dynamics in some ways yeah absolutely i think so um and like i won't lie like i mean i've seen like some interesting things come out that like even interest me and i say even because like mostly all i care about at the end of the day is bitcoin but there's like some interesting stuff that's come out of all of this nft um uh stuff um i think like you see like tom brady launching this company or other examples like Taco Bell and McDonald's launching sort of weird gimmicky NFTs. Um, and then you have like uh, what may be like original NFTs, like the Unisox project that are actually backed by a real pair of socks stored somewhere in the world. And those are trading at like, I don't know, $130,000 a token or something. Last I checked, maybe lower than that. I can't remember. Don't cor- like, please correct me if that's totally wrong. But um, I mean, so it's all, it's all across the spectrum. But I can't like I can't say there's absolutely nothing interesting about anything going on in NFTs. But I think like most of it, pretty solidly, is, is kind of dumb, in my opinion.
0: All right, uh, Kaz, your 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 thoughts on uh, <laughs> Tom Brady yeah. uh, getting into this and CNN co- because what, what what keeps happening? It seems like there's NFTs generate a lot of clickbait headlines. So the mainstream keeps on talking about it. Now I, I also think there's some underlying things within it that are interesting. It could it could trade, change uh, digital art, uh, or the way we think of art, and it could could change baseball card trading and, and, and card trading collects. But uh, I, I think there's there's a lot of nonsense in it right now. So I just I encourage them to keep on doing what they're doing. Um, but I think there's a lot of hype because you know it's one sells for sixty nine million and there's just. A lot of headline-catching stuff, and a lot of celebrities want to cash in on it. So what's what's your take?
2: Yeah, I, th- I think uh, there's some things about NFTs that are interesting. Um, I think generally the, the space is a little overvalued right now, overhyped. Uh, it's very similar to the ICO of you know 2016, 2017. Uh, but, I mean, all, nothing of it is really unique um, to Ethereum, like NFTs could totally be done with Bitcoin. We're talking about, you know, other layers with RGB, uh, and other protocols around, around the the core protocol. I mean, you could do the same thing with Bitcoin and, uh, actually receive a a sound form of money for it instead of Ethereum. So that's kind of how I look at it, but yeah.
0: All right. And, uh, Zach, we'll get your, uh, Zach, uh, Dennis, your, your NFT, uh, any NFT thoughts, Tom Brady thoughts? Uh, take it away.
3: Yeah, it seems like a lot of these NFTs that are going for millions of dollars are just from celebrities. So it just seems like a cash grab for celebrities uh, or just early adopters like Beeple or whatever his name is. Um, just to just to make like, I don't know, the 90 to 98% of the lion's share that's going into NFTs. Um, but I, I appreciate Ken Bozak's uh, uh opinion about it all it's like if you want to buy it just to buy it go for it but if you're expecting to make a ton of money off of it uh you're probably going to get wrecked um and honestly anything like good that comes out of nfts will probably be added to bitcoin at some point but i don't know i don't i don't see anything uh useful coming out of it in the long run
0: interesting you bring up ken bozak that's a reminder to everybody, check out the archives for the, uh, for this show, This Week in Bitcoin, at techbalt.com, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T.com. Two weeks ago, Ken Bozak and uh, Phil Geiger were, whoa, they, they had a little bit of a confrontation, I think, uh, <laughs> over some NFT and, and Bitcoin type of stuff. You never know what you're going to get on this show, but I love that when we have a, a peaceful show, it, it's rare to have an argumentative uh, show like that. We had, uh, a- Andy Hoffman and, uh, Murad had a legendary show, uh, what was it two years ago also, but we try to be peaceful. And, and, and I think that you guys have been a uh, very good today. So again, follow me on Twitter also at Tech Vault, TechBalt T E C H B A L T. Okay. We, we've gotten uh, to the end of the show and I just want the, you know, the panel to, if they, they, any stories I forgot from this week, I don't think there were any, there weren't too many big stories that were just overwhelming uh there you know there's the, the the state street was that this week that state street is going to get into to bitcoin but uh caitlin long warned people uh you know that they're going to financialize it or uh that it's not the real thing who, who knows uh uh you can follow caitlin long for more on that but i i, I do we will start with dennis uh you're you're anything you want to talk about you of course are at coinbeast.com connect people can talk to you there people can talk to me there Uh, You could talk about that, but anything that was left off and uh, anything else you're doing.
3: Uh, For sure. Um, There was an article actually that came out saying that Kraken was thinking of an IPO. That'd be, I don't know, it's kind of setting a a trend if they can get it by, if they can do an IPO, I guess, uh, before the, like this cycle's top, I think they will be, I don't know, it might be a good position for them uh, for the short term, but I don't know we'll see what happens with they, more they, of these. they will they are they
0: are going to go public they are at some
3: point yeah
0: they, they are th- that's definitely that's been around for yeah I, I would advise them to get it in before uh, before the top of the cycle also we don't know when that is although sure. it probably would be october uh but I, I think they will get it in before october i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised i wouldn't be surprised but uh but good good yeah dudes. this is just coin coinbase going public on wednesday next week is going to be a lot bigger than this week is something that i wanted to say Okay. It's going to be a lot bigger. The news stories next week uh, than this week. It's it's huge. What's what's about to what's about to happen? But it's it's just the first of many big name companies that are going to go public uh, in the space. So the more the merrier, I say. So cracking, yeah. Go ahead, make my freaking day. And uh, what else, Dennis? Sorry to interrupt.
3: Oh yeah, no worries. Um, but yeah, I think Coinbase is like the classic example of. Uh, how to do an IPO right? Uh, they're just focused on just revenue and shareholders like that. They don't necessarily care about holding the Bitcoin, which you know is a big mistake. But they're going to overlook that, of course. Um, but yeah, I think I think Brian Armstrong did everything correctly in terms of like getting as much fiat as possible, but not as much Bitcoin as possible. Which is you know it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, besides that, um, I'm still I'm still with Coinbase. We're doing a lot of great things. Trying to promote uh, uh, Coinbase Connect and get all the pros uh, in order, and just getting getting more people on board. I think we're in that phase of you know expanding it out to more more pros, which is great. And
0: oh, you... oh sorry, continue.
3: No worries. Um, but yeah, if you want to check out Adam, just uh, go to his his profile on Coinbase Connect. I'm also there, but yeah, you can. We're trying to get more of a like more specialized individuals as well like things like legal and mining and it's going to be pretty cool all
0: right and and dennis i linked to your uh, connect profile if people want to talk with you over there check it out people uh the coin beast i'm not wearing their shirt today everyone loves their freaking shirts they <laughs> I, I know they'll sell shirts eventually at, at yeah. the very least but check them out they're trying to do good teach pure bitcoin to people by the way i see a question Raid elevator, you spaced out Bitcoin. Meister is supposed to write it as one word, so it turns colors. But I did see it here. When do you expect financial unrest in the streets due to the dollar being an S coin? Never. Because the people are sheep in the United States of America. There's only unrest when there's a news story on TV that's completely uh, brought out the wrong way and the media has a certain narrative of what's going on, you know, with that current trial that's going on, Ben Shapiro did a great uh, take on that. I mean, the, 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 <laughs> the prosecution is doing a great job. The defense is doing a, hor- a horrifying job. Uh, but, uh, the, where <laughs> are I getting it? Anyway, What I should be saying is that the, the people know it, it's, uh, People are saying that it was the worst. You know, it, it, it looked ter- it looked terrible on uh, on TV. What happened with with the Floyd case? And it seems like the media is getting everyone riled up to get into the streets when he the the Chauvin guy is found uh, not guilty. And uh, it it just it shows you that uh, you know people only worry about what they're what they're fed on freaking TV. They're never going to be fed that the freaking dollar is an S coin it's going to be called happy inflation. Everyone is, is they inflation is going to be people are going to, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. So no, I don't, they're already doing that.
2: They're already, they're already telling us that right now that it's like, we need to raise inflation for growth. And we it's, we're going to try our best to get it as close as we can to 2%. Like it's already made up.
0: Yeah. Uh, Again, we're we're very much uh, on that path. And so, I know a lot of people are just, they, they think that Bitcoin is going to destroy the dollar and this is going to bring about a revolution in America and everyone, all oh, the 80 percenters are going to hold Bitcoin. No, they're not. They're idiots. They watch what's on CNN. They believe every single thing on TV. They're not going to get into this. It's great that there are they're, they're people that are trying to educate uh, and I, I, it's, educate as many people as you want. But realize that most people are going to have fun staying poor, have fun being in fear for a freaking year. For a freaking year, people have been locked in their freaking bases. I've been traveling around the whole entire United States of America. This has been the best freaking year of my life. But for most people, it's been scared of this and this because of what the media says. So, dude, no, the S coin, there won't be riots in the streets because of the dollar. No, there'd be riots on the streets because of whatever CNN tells them the riot over. All right. Uh, Kaz, your, your take on, uh, well, uh, anything you want to add? Any stories that were left out? Anything going on?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'll just add one more probably way too politically charged comment here. But if, you know, there'll be riots in the street over the dollar whenever CNN posts a story about the dollar being racist. Yeah. Uh, that's probably That's probably it. Um, the one thing that caught my eye was we haven't talked about was uh, HSBC or Have Fun Staying Poor Bank, whatever you want to call them. They're now not letting customers uh, buy stocks of companies that own Bitcoin. So new customers can now not purchase new positions of MicroStrategy.
0: Yes, I saw that at the very last minute before I went on. It's so weird. I mean, yeah, they're, they're totally. that strict. Because MicroStrategy is not Bitcoin. I mean, it it does show the direction that some mainstream organizations have been going on through the years. You know, you can't, if you're a Bitcoin business, you can't have a normal bank account anymore. Uh, But there's some, you know, like in Wyoming, that they're going in the opposite direction. So yeah, I I found that very odd. And I don't, uh, Zach, did you hear about that story?
1: Yeah, I did. So I only saw a screen grab of from one like HSBC client who specifically owned MicroStrategy shares. But I mean, obviously, it would make sense if this the same policy was applied to like your squares or um, other companies that are adding Bitcoin to their corporate balance sheet. Um, I mean, like kind of. It's also like shocking and ridiculous but also like what do you expect like there's these like stalwarts of the mainstream financial system and I guarantee there's some sort of external pressure that significantly influenced this decision um, but also probably like internal uh, maybe maybe prejudice or maybe that's too strong of a characterization but I mean lots of lots of different forces probably came behind this and um, it's not altogether surprising even if it's pretty stupid and annoying.
0: All right. Uh, going real back to Kaz real quick. Anything else that you're up to that you want to discuss?
1: Can I can I jump on a soapbox really quick about that, actually? Yes. Like <laughs> just give me 30 seconds. So like this as a Bitcoiner, like I'm super skeptical about almost everything in DeFi. But this is like this is a prime example for why like almost no one in crypto disbelieves in the ideas behind DeFi. And this is the this is like the prime reason why they just are like unsure about all of the protocols and tech and sort of sketchy teams and whatnot sometimes and sort of very rudimentary ideas that a lot of people are building. But that doesn't mean we don't want like a lot of these things to succeed. We want to see alternatives to these like crappy financial institutions that can just throttle your ability to buy and sell assets or even like that prove you don't actually own them, um, or fully control how your money is allocated and whatnot. Um, So, yeah, this just proves the use case for DeFi at like an abstract high level uh, or at a high level. Um, But that doesn't mean like everyone who believes some finance should be decentralized sort of signs off in mass on everything being built with the label DeFi slapped on it. All right. I'm off the soapbox now.
0: No, 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 no. no. Good good point there. Uh, But uh, Kaz, you have anything, uh, anything else to add, you know, what you're up to?
2: Yeah, I thought, Zach, that was a great point about DeFi. Anyone who is in the crypto space and thinks Bitcoiners don't see the same problems that exist in centralized finance and don't want that to come to Bitcoin are like extremely naive, in my opinion. Like, we understand the problems with the money, we understand the money system. That's why how how we arrived at Bitcoin. The hubris of like altcoiners who think that they discovered DeFi and this like new sort of relic or whatever it is. Uh, a little arrogant, in my opinion. Uh, what I'm working on, yeah, working on. Uh, so I joined Swan full time. Uh, so I've left the fiat mining industry, uh, working full time in Bitcoin now. Very excited about that, and still doing my podcast down the rabbit hole.
0: All right, and I, I wanted to say, you know, I, I brought up the, uh, the, the 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 Chavin the Chavin case, okay and i am no fan of lawyers so i often get prosecution and defense and all that stuff i I, one of the reasons i'm in the bitcoin overlay and i don't own like physical houses physical (laughs) physical assets like houses is because a house is an attack vector ambulance chasing lawyers out there they they're 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 buddies that that had nothing to do then, you know, trip over people's sidewalks all day, they end up suing you. Okay. So Bitcoin, you can't trip over, you can't get sued. So I'm not a fan of lawyers. I try to avoid the legal realm as much as possible, as much as possible. So I just want to, if I, th- this Chavin defense team, the Chavin defense team is doing a very good job. You can watch Ben Shapiro, but if you watch CNN, you think that the the prosecutors that are trying to convict him are 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 doing a great job i just wanted to make that clear they're not doing a great job i mean like uh just w- watch the ben shapiro thing uh, from yesterday okay now uh zach we'll uh we'll end it with you here any uh anything we didn't bring up anything you wanted to add uh, what you're you know i mean we talked about what you were doing beforehand but uh you can expand upon it
1: thanks no i don't i mean i love compass i think i mean i love the team um, I don't need to shill it much more, but uh, de- like definitely check it out. Even if you're not like planning on buying Asics yourself to start mining right now, check it out um, because maybe you know someone who does, and it's a like it's a very cool uh, company that's carving out a very important part of the mining space, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, like just out, out, aside from Compass, um, I don't know. I love I love your show, Adam. It's like an honor to be back on, and like you always say. Especially this year, strong hands have been rewarded. So why not? Why not continue the strength of those hands, right? So strong hands.
0: Strong freaking! That's a great way to conclude it, Zach. It's been great to have you back on the show, Kaz and Dennis. Always a pleasure to have you guys all. And Zach, hopefully you'll come back uh, sooner. That it was. I believe the last yeah. time I interviewed was was like in November of uh, 2018 when I was, or 2019 when I was in Adelaide, Australia. Actually, I believe that was the last time. It, I'm using my, uh, my my big old uh, memory up there. All right, dudes, that is the end of the show. I'm in beautiful Nashville, Tennessee. I want to go running pretty soon. It is it is it's a it's fun here too. It's it's a fun city. I gotta say I, I'm I'm only been here a couple of days, but I'll, I'll keep on reporting to you guys. And isn't Bitcoin Magazine based here? Are they they've got or some somebody yeah, they, they are okay so uh, i'll run into one of them one of these days hopefully okay but uh uh everybody watching the show two more dudes on this show they're going to be in miami I, i'm not even part of the bitcoin magazine uh promotional team whatsoever i just want to hang with everybody in miami i think it's just going to be such a happy event uh it was such cool people. And uh, I am i mean, it is two months freaking away and I'm already freaking on fire about it. But dudes, we got a lot to We got a lot that's going to happen before then. One day closer to an all-time high. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. Next Wednesday is going to be tremendous. Shabbat Shalom, everybody. Tune in here every freaking Wednesday, every freaking Friday. And uh, thanks a lot, everybody in the chat and guests. See you all soon. Good night. Bye-bye. All right. Yeah. Let me end it.